are mobile payments expected to evolve in the next year and address some of the payment security concerns retailers and banking institutions are now facing in the wake of recent breaches? Here, Thad Peterson, a new analyst at ITA Group, shares perspective about how recent security events are expected to spur more mobile payments adoption and why that move could be a good step toward better fraud prevention. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. Thad, how do you see mobile payments changing or expanding over the course of the next year? Tracy, I think mobile payments are going to grow rather quickly in an area that not a lot of people are looking at, which is the accelerated growth of mobile POS to augment standalone POS in, in retail stores. That's an important place for retailers. The value proposition is established there, and it will quickly move to a very broad distribution of retail. In addition, I think there will be an increased exploration of payment alternatives such as hosted card emulation and Bluetooth for low emission targeted at payment. Thad, do you think that more adoption among U.S. consumers will be spurred by a need for greater payment security? I don't think so, Tracy. I, I think that EMV on the card will be the most visible manifestation of customer security concerns. That's going to be a major factor in the next year as the issuers send out cards with the chips on them and the retailer starts to install EMV-capable terminals. Uh, mobile devices also raise additional security concerns for a lot of consumers, and so I don't think that it's necessarily going to be driven by increased security concern. It's more going to be driven by technologies that add value to the customer. So, Thad, does research suggest that U.S. consumers are actually equipped to handle and accept mobile payments? They're equipped in the sense that they have the technology because 55%, I believe, of the population, over 50, actually has smartphones now and a significant percentage under 50 has them as well, not to mention the fact that the millennials are, are pretty much 100% penetrated with smartphones. But that being said, consumers aren't really dissatisfied with the existing payment methodologies. They're convenient. They nearly always work, and everybody understands how they work. In order for mobile payments to really be adopted in North America, the value proposition has to be sufficient to overcome the inertia that's created by the existing process. And at this point in time, there isn't enough value to a mobile payment to make that happen. Sad, you mentioned EMV or this migration to chip cards. Do you see the mobile device at some point replacing the card as issuers make moves to EMV compliance? Tracy, one of the interesting things about payments is that since the dawn of man, no form of payment has ever gone away, and everything that happens in payments is additive to what's already there. So I expect that the card will be with us for quite some time to come. I do envision that as EMV terminals are changed out and contactless is a component of the EMV terminal, that there'll be more interest and more incentive for retailers, consumers, and issuers and processors to enable mobile payments. So if it's not a mobile revolution that we see within the next year, Thad, what type of revolution could we expect to see in payments over the course of the next 12 months? I think that there are three major factors to pay attention to. The first one is triggered by the target breach as well as the other breaches, and that is the delivery of a full package of fraud prevention from EMV on the front end out to point-to-point -point encryption and tokenization on the back end. And when you put all of those things together and you end up with an end-to-end -end secure transaction methodology, that's a pretty significant change, and I expect to see a lot of adoption of that going forward. 
postcard emulation, which is just coming online, started a lot of energy around it last year, has the potential to open up mobile payments and, and make an NFC payment more relevant and valuable to everybody. And it also allows the issuer to get involved in mobile payments without having to involve the mobile operator or carrier for NFC uh, equations. And then lastly, the launch of Merchants MCX, Merchants Commerce Exchange, which is the retailer's new payment methodology, should be very interesting and worth watching. Thad, as we look out to the next 12 to 18 months, how would you say that you see payments fraud evolving? Well, as you know, fraud always moves to the weakest point, which is one of the reasons why EMV implementation is accelerating in this market. We can certainly expect the counterfeit fraud is going to go down and lost and stolen and card not present fraud will go up going forward. That may be mitigated by other forms of authentication, but we can expect that trend. So from a card not present fraud perspective, Thad, what steps should the industry be taking to address these risks? There's a lot of activity going on in terms of finding new ways to authenticate transactions. And I think if you take a step back and take a look at what's going on in the world of card not present versus card present, it's getting pretty fuzzy as to what a card not present transaction is. There are ways to authenticate that transaction either using the device or other forms of encryption or tokenization that makes a card not present transaction look an awful lot like a card present transaction. So I would envision that the definition of card not present has the potential of changing and maybe that gray area will come up with some other form of definition. So, Thad, from a regulatory perspective, what changes might we see coming down the pike for banks where payments, mobile or otherwise, are concerned? I don't have a crystal ball in this area, but I think it's a safe statement to say that scrutiny of payments is not going to go down going forward. In fact, it's very likely to increase, particularly as the visibility around fraud gets higher and the interest of Washington in protecting consumers from fraud increases. And then, Thad, before we close, are there any final thoughts you'd like to share? There's never been a more interesting or exciting time to be in financial services or payments. There is truly a revolution going on. It may not happen as quickly as people would like, but it certainly is happening. And it's a good idea to stay close to what's going on in payments because it's going to change consumer behavior in every aspect of their lives. Thad, I'd like to thank you again for your time this afternoon. Again, we've just heard from Thad Peterson of ITE. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.